Breakfast Business with Enterprise Ireland on News Talk. It is a date that will linger on for generations. February 24th, 2022 shook the world when Russia launched an all-out invasion on a sovereign democratic European nation. It has cost potentially 100,000 Ukrainian lives and potentially twice as many Russian soldiers. It also plunged the world economy into chaos, pushing up energy costs and causing a recalibration of who we do business with. It also brought together the international community to punish Russia with the kind of sanctions never before imposed on any nation. Joining me now is Ireland's Commissioner for Financial Services and the person responsible for the monitoring of EU sanctions, Mairead McGuinness. Good morning, Mairead. Good morning. I think your introduction about that day, the 24th of February, is just so apt because many of us will remember where we were when the unthinkable happened, this illegal invasion uh, of Ukraine by Russia. Uh, And as you point out, sanctions are our response. And we have never in the history of the European Union or indeed in the history of the international community who are supporting Ukraine uh, rolled out as deep uh, and as broad range of sanctions before. So it is unprecedented. But then the illegal invasion was unprecedented and is costing, as you say, terrible destruction in Ukraine, but terrible loss of life. And it is a tragedy for citizens in Ukraine, many of whom are in Ireland. And indeed, I had the privilege of being with uh, colleagues from the Commission with the President Ursula von der Leyen in Kiev not that long ago. And there was a strange sense of, uh, you know, we were visiting a country that is has been and is being invaded and under attack. And yet you have a government that is trying to keep things normal for, for people. So it's been a most, I suppose, very unusual year, a horrible year for Ukrainians. Yes, um, exactly 12 months ago. Well, almost exactly 12 months ago. Um, I obviously get up early in the morning, like many people on News Talk, and we woke up to this message. Uh, I couldn't sleep for some reason at 4 a.m. What was it like in Brussels when you guys were there? You were you were going to have a college meeting, I'm guessing, um, and you had to, had to act, and pretty quickly. Yeah, I, I think we all probably had the same reaction. I, I mean, there had been some kind of rumours or a speculation, but I don't think anyone quite anticipated uh, that Russia would do the unthinkable. So there was a real, um, I suppose there was a moment of, of horror that this had happened. And maybe also to put in context, you know, we, we, it seems like a long time ago and a year is a long time when war is, is happening. But in January of last year, so... Oh dear, have we lost um, Mairead? Um, that is, uh, Mairead, we're, go- we're going to try and get Mairead back uh, in the meantime. But uh, as we mentioned in the outset, Mairead McGuinness chairs the Implementation Committee at EU level uh, for uh, EU sanctions. And she is going to host a key meeting later on today, not just of European countries that are imposing EU sanctions on uh, Russia, but also bringing together the wider international community, what we could loosely term the West on sanctions. So they're bringing together the Canadians, the Americans and the Brits and the uh, and the New Zealanders and Australians about the sanctions. Uh, we lost you there for a moment, uh, Murray, but I think you're back. We were just talking about the sanctions meeting that you are going to host later on today. Yeah, so we have a, a full schedule today, which involves, um, you know, contacts with member states. So we will have all of the, uh, if you like, the sanctions persons are responsible for implementing in each of the 27 member states. And in addition to that, we have, as you know, appointed uh, an envoy on sanctions, David O'Sullivan, to look 
at what is happening uh, in other places. So we're concerned about circumvention. And I suppose one of the points around sanctions are that they are impacting and can be very severe. And Russia is finding and trying to find new ways of getting around uh, our work on sanctions, including work that's uh, coordinated, as you were saying there, by the international community, the UK, Canada, Japan, uh, the United States, etc. So we're we're trying to get a forensic look at trade flows uh, and a p- big part of our meeting today will be about um, exchanging views with industry and also uh, we will bring together the international community to look at this question of circumvention of sanctions. So tracking trade flows that are unusual, so anything that looks suspicious, we will look into. We will talk to partners in third countries so that they understand what we're trying to do with the sanctions regime and how a circumvention will dilute our efforts. If I go back to the member states, and I think we need to um, realise that for many member states, this has been a huge body of work because it required them uh, to look at the impact of sanctions on their financial system and on their manufacturing sector. So in the beginning, it was the financial system that was targeted. Now we are and have looked at trade flows. So are there goods going and we're going to Russia before our sanctions are going to other places that could be used, dual use, so could be used in military equipment? If that is the case, where we have sanctioned those and just in addition, tomorrow there will be an announcement of a 10th sanctions package. Unless, so today, unless the Hungarians block it. Well, look, we've, every time we have rolled out sanctions package, um, there are some member states who would have some concerns around the detail. So we have to respect that the member states agree fully together on a sanctions regime. And we have managed to do that. And I think we will manage with the 10th package. But today is about making sure that we as a commission are providing sufficient support and help to the member states and indeed to third country partners who are um, aware of what we're doing and who may have questions for us. And when I meet member states and those that are responsible for implementing sanctions, it's very clear that some countries already had a structure in place to allow this to be seamless. But most member states didn't have uh, a structure that allowed for the seamless implementation of sanctions, although all 27 member states have done 100% of an effort to make sure that they implement fully and effectively. How does it work if, for example, Russia starts um, shipping products to Kazakhstan or Turkey or uh, other countries and they then ship them on to Western Europe? Well, this is where, um, if you like, there's two ways of that flow, because you could ask the question in reverse, if goods are leaving Europe that are sanctioned, in other words, that they shouldn't go to Russia and they go to country B and then into Russia, uh, that's where we would have concerns. And clearly the reverse is also the case. So this requires coordination with customs, with export controls, with manufacturers ultimately to see if when we track where uh, goods are and where they move to, that they are then tracked as to where they move onwards. So, yes, I think that point you make, we would be concerned to check some information about goods that previously had not been going to country A or B or C, but now are, but that would be usable by Russia in their military, for example. And I mean, I think there are two points to be made about sanctions. Well, perhaps three. One is that sanctions impact over time. 
and that any attempt at circumvention will dilute our efforts. So we really are, you know, doubling down now on implementation. And I say to my colleagues in the member states that last year, 2022, was a year in which we rolled out a very deep um, number of sanctions impacting many sectors. And this year, 2023, is about making sure they are implemented in full and also making sure that member states talk to each other where they see problems or where they need support. Uh, And that will develop a, a strong network amongst the member states. And we as a commission then have to do our role in answering questions and queries. We will also see, I think, over time, court cases from different individuals who object to being sanctioned, if you like. So we are going to have a a strong body of evidence uh, as we move into this year Um, to judge what is happening. uh, Final question. What will the EU do if a giant economy like China starts shipping weapons to Russia? Because China is embedded in the global system now. Well, I think these are very big questions. Uh, My role is implementing sanctions. It is for the the member states to decide on um, the actual sanctions and the details of them. I mean, clearly, let's step back for a moment here. Um, I think we've almost gotten used to the fact that there's a war in Ukraine, um, which I think is tragic, but it is the case. But we also are aware that this is, uh, you know, a, a threat to all I mean, an illegal invasion of a sovereign country by a very big neighbour is a threat to all. And we would hope that global players, global partners would understand the need for uh, restraint and sensitivity around this issue because we want to see peace. Nobody wants to see Ukraine under attack. And when I was in Kiev, it was... It was just interesting to when you meet ministers that have young families that they don't see because they, they're elsewhere with grandparents. And when you hear their commitment to keeping the unity of their country and defending their right as a sovereign nation, I mean, it really would make you step up and say, gosh, if, if these people under attack are so strong in their conviction that they want to have Ukraine as it is and not divided or under attack, then I think we all as a global community should should do our very best to support and help them. And I think that is what we have done over the last uh, year. And I think that will continue into the future. Mairead McGuinness, thank you so much. That's Mairead McGuinness, EU Commissioner for Financial Services and the person responsible for monitoring and the implementation of EU sanctions. Breakfast Business with Enterprise Ireland on Newstalk.